Welcome to it, another episode of Run Talk SA. Can you believe we are into number 42 already, which is fantastic. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to this weekly podcast that focuses specifically on the running scene here in South Africa. And before we get into anything, I need to say a huge thank you to our sponsor for this week's show. It is brought to you by fitcal.co.za. Fitcal, your event, your calendar, your way. I'll chat a little bit more about Fitcal later on in the show. It is absolutely brilliant. In the meantime, if you want to go check it out, fitcal.coza. Uh, you can get uh, some pretty cool stuff on there. Tell you exactly how it works shortly. Uh, coming up on this week's show, I caught up uh, a couple of weeks ago. While I was still on the roads uh, chatting comrades at the Comrades Marathon Road Shows with uh, Isak Ludic, who's the club captain of the South Coast Striders uh, down on the south coast of KZN. And I've got to tell you, that club has just turned things around like you cannot believe. I was there a few years ago. No disrespect to the club, but there wasn't much happening at the time. Go there a few years later. And it is absolutely buzzing. And I wanted to find out from Isak, what have they done? Because I know there are lots of running clubs around the country that are struggling to attract new members, struggling to grow numbers. And they're definitely doing something right down on the South Coast. So I chat to Isak on today's show. I also caught up with... Uh, Hanette Lemka, who is a physiotherapist down in Cape Town, and she's busy doing her master's. And I got an email, and I thought, you know what, let me help out here, because this is pretty cool, and I want you uh, to benefit from it. So what's going to happen is, uh, listen to our chat with uh, with uh, Hanette, and uh, yeah, find out if you can help. I'm sure you can, and there'll be some great results that'll come out of this whole thing. So uh, listen to that interview, and then once again, got uh, Professor Tim Noakes, on the show this week really excited to have the prof on some exciting news coming your way soon uh, regarding uh, prof tim noakes so yeah thought we'd get him on the show this week to answer a question i get tons of questions in regarding low carb high fat diet and how it relates to running and that's exactly what prof noakes uh, answers for us today on this episode of Run Talk SA. Don't forget, as always, if you want to be in touch, you can email me, podcast at runtalksa.coza. You can also tweet or Facebook us. You can look us up on those social media networks. And if you wouldn't mind, uh, I really appreciate it. Some really cool ones coming through uh, on iTunes and Stitcher, if that's the way you listen to this podcast, to please leave us a review and a rating. What that does is it just helps rank us high in their search sort of algorithms and the more people who rate us and leave us reviews the better it is for the program just helps other people find it so if you get great value out of this it takes lots of time and effort to put these things together i'd really appreciate it if you just took a couple of minutes of your time uh, and just leave us a review and a rating it is much much appreciated so without further ado let's get straight into episode 42 well we've done it uh, in the past here on run talk sa we've chatted about uh, some research uh, that you could possibly help with and there's some more on the go and we join now by physiotherapist Annette Lemke. Uh, Annette, welcome on to Run Talk SA. Thanks for taking the time to chat to us. You're a, a physio in practice down in, in Cape Town uh, and you're busy with uh, an interesting study at the moment uh, on how runners recover. Yes, um, I'm busy with my um, master's in sports physio and with so part of that basically includes this thesis that I'm doing. Um, I'm looking at um, a lot of different recovery modalities or methods that runners use, uh, mostly endurance runners, so long distance runners. 
um, to see what what they're actually using and um, how are they using it and how effective they find it is. Annette, when you first got in, in touch with me, I was amazed. You were saying that not much uh, research has been done on this, so, so that's why you were so keen on, on doing it. Um, a lot of research has been done, but a lot of poor quality studies has been done. So we still don't have good answers to the questions. Um, like, for instance, if they do a study, we, we grade it. You get poor quality research, um, and then you get good, good type of research studies, but with really low participants and low numbers into it. And then you can't really generalize it and say, um, this is research that applied to everybody. And, um, so, so all the research, a lot of the research that's been done is really poor quality research. And that's why we say there's a lack of research. Okay. And, and one of the, the things or, or the main thing that's going to come out of this is you want to figure out, I'm guessing, what the best way is to recover. And, and that's why we want to chat to, to our audience because uh, it's obviously as an endurance runner myself, and, I, and I'm speaking for a lot of other runners too, you want to know the best sort of methods from a running perspective that once you've done a long run, the best way to recover. And, and by being part of this research long term, you could be providing the answer for yourself and other runners, Essentially. Yes, that's what we're trying to achieve. Um, because what you know, you know, there's a lot of um, false advertising around. People that say use this or use that, and other runners that say this worked really well for me. And um, so that's what we're trying to see: is what people are using. Um, are you using ice, or are you using anti-inflammatories, or protein, or whatever you're using? And um, how effective do you find it? But also, where did you get your advice? And um, um, how did how did you you know get do you have knowledge about what you are using because um, that will then give us a baseline to see what people are actually thinking how the general population are thinking about it and the only reason that we get that um, the only way that we're going to get that is to ask people what they can do. Okay, Hanet, how can how can we help you? Like as a as a running community, we want to get involved and, and help you with this research and, and in the end of the day help ourselves. What what do you need from us? Okay. What I basically need, um we with a couple of experts on the running and injury you know, recovery field, we compiled a questionnaire. Um it's an online questionnaire that you can get via a link and um this questionnaire will then give you the uh, will then ask you a lot of questions and um ask you what you are you, you know, what how are you training and what recovery methods you're using. And I need about four hundred runners that run more than 30 kilos uh, um 30 kilometers a week to complete this for me um all runners need to be older than 18 years and they need to be running for at least 6 months in the past 12 months and then um if they can access the link and basically complete this questionnaire for me it will help us greatly to establish a database to 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 get to know what we need to research further awesome um, Annette, what I'm going to do is I've got that link. I will link to it from the show notes for this episode of Run Talk SA. So if you go to this website, okay, runtalksa.co.za forward slash 42, the number four, the number two, it'll take you to the show notes. And in those show notes, you'll find the link where you can fill out that questionnaire. And hopefully we can send a whole bunch of runners your way and help you get that research done. Thank you very much, Brad. And I've got a little bit of information at the end of the questionnaire. If the runners completed it, um, it will link them to a web page where they can read all the latest about what the information say, what what is um, available on the best techniques and how 
what the science say about the recovery methods. Well, there you have it. If you take a few minutes, complete that questionnaire, you can find out what the latest is uh, with regards to the thinking behind recovery. Uh, Hanette, thank you so much for your time. All the best. If there's anything else we can do from our side to help with the research, please do give us a shout. Uh, and are we doing it on one condition only, that once all the research has been done and you've come up with your conclusions, we'd love to chat again to find out what, uh, what the results were. Thank you very much, Brad. I'll definitely give you a call again then and tell you what we find and what we can do to improve the knowledge out there. Well, before I get into my chat with Professor Tim Noakes on this week's edition of Run Talk SA, let me just tell you quick about FitCal. FitCal is a better way to find and share your running, swimming, cycling, and multi-sport events. One of the biggest problems over the years is, especially if you do multi-sports, uh, if you run and cycle or perhaps run and swim, uh, there was never one website where you could find all your events in one place. And what FitCal does uh, is it gives you access to their website on your mobile device or laptop and you can build a customized race calendar uh, depending on what sports you want to your preference and then the coolest bit ever is you get to export it to your iCal Outlook or Google Calendar. So you choose the races you want to do, export it, and it's on your device, whether it's your laptop or your PC uh, or on your mobile device, whatever it is. The website to get to, okay, is fitcal.co.za. It's F-I-T-C-A-L.co.za. You can also follow at FitCal app on Twitter. And how cool is this? Uh, two and a half thousand rand sportsman's warehouse up for grabs. All you need to do is tell your mates on Facebook or Twitter Twitter about FitCal and how do you do that just use the hashtag hash FitCal or you can submit a new event on the site if you're a race organizer get it on their site now and you could win that two and a half thousand rand sportsman's warehouse voucher FitCal your events your calendar your way time now for our chat with professor Tim Noakes I caught up with him earlier on today and uh, the question that I asked him came from Alita van Gas. I got lots of questions in after I said I was going to be chatting to Prof Noakes. And I get this question quite often, so I thought I'd ask it. And uh, Prof, thank you for joining us. Uh, the question is, what should I be looking to eat during a race like Two Oceans or Comrades if I'm on the low-carb, high-fat diet? One of the problems uh, around is that all the tables at all of these races, and I think it's a, a global thing, it's not just here in South Africa, Prof, is that all the tables are stocked with carbs, so sweet stuff, Coke, all of that sort of stuff. What should Elita van Gas do, Prof? So, okay, we said that uh, if you are fully fat adapted, some people will still want to eat a little bit of carbohydrate, but it's much less than they used to in the past. So that's the first rule. If you just wanted to take fat with you or protein, I believe you should snack on what you normally snack on during the day. So I snack on cheese and nuts and biltong, but particularly fatty biltong. And I would, if I were running comrades now, I would probably drink milk or coconut milk, but that's perhaps not as tasty. I would take milk and nuts. And I think the best for those people whose religion doesn't prevent it is bacon. I would take bacon, which is lots of fat and protein. The problem with with biltong is it's difficult to eat. The, the best food for people who are fully fat adapted is the original food for endurance athletes, and that's a thing called pemmican. And pemmican was a protein-fat mix 
developed by the Plains Indians in North America from the bison meat and fat. And when they would kill bison, they would save some of the material and make it into pemmican for when the bison didn't return. And that pemmican then became the main fuel for all the Arctic and Antarctic explorers and also for the people who went into the Canadian outback to, with the fur trade. They could eat pemmican for months on end as the only food and they were extremely healthy and it's extremely nutritious and incredibly tasty. So my prediction is someone in South Africa will eventually get the pemmican recipe from the Plains Indians and start producing pemmican and that will be the, the ideal food for ultramarathon runners. Awesome stuff. Uh, Professor Tim Noakes, thank you so much for joining us this week on Run Talk SA. I mentioned at the beginning of the show some exciting, exciting developments. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to leave you in suspense a bit longer. But if you are very interested in the low carb, high fat sort of way of eating uh, and are interested in what Prof Tim Noakes has got to say, make sure you stay tuned to Run Talk SA. Also, get to talkfeed.co.za to find out more about what's going to be happening in the next few weeks. I'm pretty excited. Some big developments coming your way very, very soon. Well, chatting to club captain of the South Coast Riders, Isak Ludic. Uh, Isak, awesome night here tonight. I mean, I was here a few years ago, and this club has just grown phenomenally. I mean, there's so much excitement. It's awesome to see. Yes, Brad. Uh, I, was, I was used to running in Joburg, and then we came down here to the South Coast. And uh, unfortunately, a few years ago, the club was like, uh, it was getting very old, the people here. And the majority of the people left, and we really lifted this club up again by bringing in young blood and starting uh, training programs again. And uh, the second year that I've been here, we entered 87 comrades' entrance out of 125 runners. Gee, that's amazing. So for a small club like we still are, I mean to enter 87 runners out of 125 yeah, was, was an achievement for myself. So that's one thing, funnily enough, that's one thing I noticed here tonight. The last time we were here, you were right. There were a lot of older members, but you guys have, have done something. I don't know how you've done it. That, that there's, uh, there's a lot of, of youngsters. I, I noticed that tonight. There's, and there's a lot of young, excited blood, which is, I think a lot of running clubs are battling with that, where they're battling to get new. What's been the secret to getting the youngsters back here? Because we've been down on the south coast, this is like an aging town. And uh, fortunately, there are still uh, young couples here with kids as well. Um, at the moment, we've got a junior uh, uh, springbok in the club as well. And uh, we just went into the communities and schools and churches everywhere and we recruited people. And we were fortunate to get uh, a few young runners in who did the club very proud. They actually won a few marathons for us. And uh, I must come in for the papers down here. We are really backed up by uh, Fever and Herald. We sometimes even get a whole double page spread and also the back page. And they themselves also played a very big role in making the uh, uh, youth aware of the running club that exists. And uh, fortunate to say over the last two or three years, we're an influx of young blood. That's awesome. I mean, uh, the numbers are just staggering. And, and it's really cool to see. I mean, it was a, not, not that the vibe the last time we came here was bad, but the vibe here tonight was phenomenal. So you guys are obviously doing something right. As far as you, from a running perspective, you said you, you, you've relocated here fairly recently. Where were you originally running? 
I came from the Irene Running Club in Joburg, and they were, when I left there, the second largest club in the country. And what is very important, I picked up quite a lot of strategies from them, how to manage a club, how to get a training program going, and how to keep the enthusiasm going. And uh, we uh, came down here and we implemented it, and we got a good committee going. The committee was also very old, and we immediately elected a few more younger uh, uh, members on the committee. And you cannot believe where the younger people had the, the motivation talks that started going around that this club is alive and well, and the running fraternity down here is growing. And uh, since then, you know, uh, three years, uh, two years ago, I stand down because I got too busy, and the new chairperson is carrying forward with that. And we're doing well. For where we are situated compared to bigger clubs, and uh, there's nothing less here with us than the bigger clubs. Mm. We're doing the same things they're doing, and we've got good results. It's like I, I find it really funny. I didn't know that that you were at Arini before you came down here, and, and you say you've taken some of the strategies that they've taken and grown that club. I chatted to them a couple of months ago on the show, and one thing I noticed here tonight that Irene does, and you guys are doing it too, is you've got a club manager. Yes. And, and I chatted to the club manager and I got, got some sort of thought because I, I wanted to chat to Irene about what they were doing and how other clubs could learn from what they're doing. But you guys are employing similar strategies. I, what, what else have you got in here that Irene is doing well? I, I know you guys have got a lot of social stuff like after time trials, you do a bribe every week. That's important. It mustn't be a case of you just run and then go home. You want guys to, to care a bit. Very true. The, the number one thing with our club is we uh, also... Uh, our public relations go out. It's a social club. We don't harvest uh, net bank or boxer or Mr. Price athletes per se, although we have got them because we've also won the Ilova Challenge the last year competing with those big clubs. But first of all, we send it out to the community. We've got this very nice facility here. We need to fill it with people. And the first thing we do is to get them in a social vibe here. We don't put any stress on them as we will make you very fast runners or good runners or whatever. So we get them in, we introduce them to the price and to the social side of it. And then from there, we run time trials. And we then approach these guys and say, but you've actually got the talent. We can actually make you a fast 10, a 21, a hard run a marathon guy, or we can actually in years take you to comrades. So we then identify um, talent amongst the people from, uh, like I say, the Arini running with very fast guys and very competitive. So we are now in a fortunate position down here to really lead these youngsters, to take that talent and steer it in a direction. Two years ago, we started a development program with our blacks because they are poor down here. These are the poorest of the poorest people. We transport them. We bring them here. Sometimes they even sleep over in our club to be here the next morning early to take them to Maritzburg and Durban, which is like two hours drive from here. And we really invested in them. That is also where we got the majority of our young guys, is from black people, who never would have had this opportunity if we did not identify them and bring them into a system here. We also get good uh, sponsorships in the mean of this facility. is made uh, available to us free of charge by the municipality and also the government. Because we went to them and say, if you're going to give us money, give us a facility where we can train these people. And this is how we got about to get this. All the people around us who haven't got that are paying for their stuff. So we get this nice from the government 
and from the sports people, we get it free of charge. Yeah, I mean, this, this clubhouse and the facilities here are awesome, but you, you from a personal perspective, you ran Firini, you, you've done a whole bunch of comrades now as well. I mean, you said you've done 13. What's, what's on the cards for you? Are you going for 20 or are you seeing how it goes? Yes, um, but what I actually want to do is just to prove to myself that if I can train myself properly, which I lacked the last few years being the uh, club uh, manager and chairperson, you don't really get to because you stand ready for so many problems with other people that you neglect yourself. And uh, I'm starting uh, the Novo approach this year is to go on a proper Bill Rowan training program. I really want to run another Bill Rowan this year. You're telling me you came from a, a wrestling background, you weighed over 100 kgs and your first comrade you ran a, a Bill Rowan. Yes. And uh, also with the Irene Club, I only did uh, 300 and about 26 kilometers of training. They all said to me, no, rather leave it for this year, go back next year. And I said, no, but let me just go and see how it will go. And I did uh, a very good time and actually surprised everybody. And when I got into training with some of the more serious guys, they showed me all the tricks of the trade. And the year thereafter, the four years thereafter, I successfully could also do a sub nine. That's fantastic. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest if you're going for a bull row and to run that few <laughs> kilometres. But you're obviously really talented as a runner. And then, as far as as far as uh, the sort of club for comrades this year, how many how many guys have you you got entered? We've got 63 entrants, and uh, at this stage we've got 165 members in the club. Also, to show that uh, over the last two years we've grown the club with an additional about 35 members, of which the majority of those guys are actually now the guys running the, the, the comrades. Awesome. They started two or three years ago. They, some of them are now doing their third, some of them are doing the back to backs, and we've got uh, nine novices for this year again. It's like also, I mean, the South Coast, UEA, Nuvongo tonight, it's a big holiday destination. If guys from Cape Town come in on holiday or from Joburg or from Bloom, they can come and run time trials here on their holidays and join you guys for your club runs? Yes, Brad, you won't believe me. With our uh, websites we've got, we really get like by the week guys who are running with us. There's one guy who moved down here. He's going to be with us here until he's going to go to the comrades. And uh, he's made contact with me, and he's here every Wednesday night with the time trial, and he's also into our training groups over the weekend to uh, do the long distances with us. Fantastic. If people want to get hold of you, if they are coming down on holiday or if they're in this area and they're looking for a club to join, how can they get hold of the South Coast Riders? They can go on our website, with the South Coast Riders, and uh, they'll find all the pointers to get to the contact person. We've got a, a very alive website at the moment, so that's the fastest and the best way. All our telephone numbers and contact persons, I'm the running captain at the moment, so they will obviously be channeled through to me, and I will then uh, assist them to get to the time trials. So what I'll do is I'll put those links on our website as well, so that if people just want to go to runtalksa.co.za, they can go straight through. Yes, we will be so pleased, because the more people who know about us and uh, come and join us, we also interlink with one another and we can pass on some stuff to the guys that we've achieved and we can also listen to some success stories and sometimes heartache stories what people tell us down here and we also take notes so we are not left out of the running fraternity down here although we're very isolated here we do get a lot of guys uh, interlinking with us and we really appreciate that awesome so thank you so much for your time I appreciate it and thanks for your hospitality today it was fantastic yes Brad we appreciate you visiting us and if even in the future you see your way open, we would gladly uh, want you to come this way again. Brilliant.
Good luck, thank you. Well, that's a wrap for this week's edition of Run Talk SA. Before I go, it is time for our event guide. And I have to tell you that the Alpha Centurion runners and walkers are hosting the last Gauteng Comrades qualifier. It is the Rockets Cancer Active Wally Haywood Marathon. It takes place on Thursday, the 1st of May at the Wurskul Zwartkop in Centurion. There's also a half marathon, a 10K, as well as a 4.9-kilometer fun run and a 1K dash for the kiddies as well. Pre-entries close on the 26th of April, 2014 with the first 3,000 pre-entrants for the marathon and half marathon getting a free t-shirt. But the good news is there'll also be late entries available on the day two for all distances, including the marathon, okay? So if you want to find out more, get to wally.co.za. You can also follow the Wally Haywood on Twitter or find them on Facebook. Make Thursday the 1st of May Wally Day. Why work when you can run and have fun? The 1st of May, a public holiday. It's one of the marathons I do every single year. I think I'm going back for number five this year. I really enjoy it. Very well organized, and we'll definitely see you there. If you want to find out more about it next week here on Run Talk SA, we're going to be chatting to Alpha Centurion runners and walkers to find out exactly what you can expect at that race. And that about wraps things up for this week. Thanks a lot to all our guests this week. Uh, thanks to Professor Tim Noakes. Also, thanks to Annette Lemka and Isaac Ludic from South Coast Striders. Appreciate all of your time this week. And also, a massive thank you has got to go to our sponsor of Run Talk SA this week, FitCal. Uh, it is brought to you by fitcal.co.za. FitCal, your events, your calendar, your way. Go check it out, fitcal.co.za. So until next week, from myself, Brad Brown, if you are running two oceans this weekend, all the best. Uh, if you're not, enjoy your training runs and have a fabulous Easter if you do celebrate Easter. We'll chat again next week. Cheers. <laughs>